right, welcome back to Teachable Moments with April. So I'm doing a little research as usual, and I'll be reading information from NBCChicago.com slash news slash local slash COVID-19 infection after vaccine may create super immunity study finds. So I'm sure you have been hearing just like I have been hearing that there is a new word that transcends natural immunity, that transcends herd immunity, and it is being coined as super immunity. Researchers say that each exposure following vaccination strengthens your immune response to subsequent exposures and even new variants. Now, this was published um, last year in December, December 19th to be exact. It says, okay, people who contract a breakthrough um, infection after receiving the COVID-19 vaccine may acquire a super immunity to the virus. Researchers from the Oregon uh, Health and Science University found a study was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association revealed antibodies and blood samples of those with breakthrough infections were as much as 1,000% times more effective than those generated two weeks following the second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. As part of the study, blood samples were collected from 52 people, all university employees who received the Pfizer vaccine. A total of 26 people were identified as having mild breakthrough infections following their vaccination. Of these cases, 10 involved the highly contagious uh, Delta variant, and 9 were non-Delta, and 7 were unknown variants according to this particular study. Um, A senior author and assistant professor of molecular microbiology and immunology at OHC Uh, SU says you can't get a better immune response than this. These vaccines are very effective against severe diseases. Researchers say each exposure following vaccination strengthens your immune response to subsequent exposures, even to new variants. Then it goes on to quote um, an associate professor of medicine in the OHSU uh, School of Medicine, I think I think this speaks to an eventual end game. It doesn't mean we're at the end of the pandemic, but it points to where we're likely to land. Once you're vaccinated and then exposed to the virus, you're probably going to be reasonably well protected from future variants. The group also measured the immune response to live virus exposed to blood sampled from people with breakthrough cases and compared it with the immune response to the control group, the university said. They found uh, the breakthrough cases generated more antibodies um, at a baseline. Consequently, those antibodies were substantially better at neutralizing the live virus. Researchers found and noted that they haven't specifically examined the Omicron variant, but based on the results of the study, it's anticipated that breakthrough infections from the variant will generate a similarly strong immune response among those who've been vaccinated. Welcome back to Teachable Moments. I'm looking up um, natural immunity 
and we're looking at webmd.com slash vaccines slash natural immunity overview. Okay, this article was done the 20th of this month. Um, yeah, and I'm going to read the information. Your immune system defends your body against infections and illnesses. It makes proteins called antibodies that counteract or kill germs like viruses and bacteria. You get protection or immunity from a specific disease when your immune system uh, makes an antibody for it. Natural immunity happens after you get infected by a germ and your immune system responds by making antibodies to it. The infection could make you sick, but if you're exposed to that germ in the future, your body's defenses spot it and fight back with antibodies. This makes you less likely to get infected again. Now, here's a very pertinent question. Okay, how does uh, how long does natural immunity last? Natural immunity to a disease can weaken over time, though. Okay, this is what they're saying in this particular article. Uh, how quickly or slowly this happens depends on the disease. Okay, for example, if someone gets natural immunity from a COVID-19 infection, the immunity may fade, they say, after three months. On the other hand, a child who gets measles is unlikely to ever catch it again. Here's a look at the different types of immunity, including the differences between natural and vaccine-induced immunity, and how they compare against COVID-19. Vaccine-induced immunity. Vaccines can protect your immune system against diseases without making you sick. They safely boost your immunity safely uh, by using a killed or weakened version of a germ to teach your body's defenses to fight back against the real thing. Even though they can bring on side effects, they rarely make someone seriously sick or ill. Many vaccines cause side effects like a mouth fever, red tender skin at the place where you got the injection site, uh, which is where you got the shot. Occasionally a reaction, occasionally, can induce fever, rash, joint pain, and swollen lymph nodes. But side effects like these don't mean you're sick or that you got an infection. Severe vaccine side effects are rare. In most cases, the benefits of getting vaccinated against a disease far outweigh the risks. Now, the next question is, is natural immunity better than a vaccine? While it's true that natural active immunity, okay, that's that natural active immunity can make you immune to a disease after just a single case of infection, there is a downside. You have to get sick. And many illnesses can cause serious health benefits that can affect you sometimes for life. For example, in some people, okay, chicken pox can cause lung infections, pneumonia, blood infections, sepsis, and swelling of the brain, encephalitis. Before a vaccine was developed, this common childhood illness resulted in 10,000 hospitalizations every year. You could avoid risks like this by getting all the vaccines your doctor recommends. Now we're going to ask the next question. Makes sense. What is active immunity? Now they just talked about natural active immunity. Let's see what 
this is just active immunity. Vaccine-induced immunity and natural immunity are both types, oh, are both types of active immunity. Oh, okay. That's the medical term for when you're exposed to something that spurs your immune system to make antibodies to a disease. Depending on the disease, both naturally acquired natural immunity and the vaccine-induced type can last for a long time. So I'm going to read that, that line again. Depending on the disease, both naturally acquired natural immunity, so they have naturally acquired natural immunity, that's, it's right there, and the vaccine-induced type can last for a long time. Hmm, okay. Earlier they said three months. Okay, let's keep going. What is passive immunity? This is the other main type of immunity. Okay, I've never heard of this. Okay, instead of your body making antibodies, you get passive immunity by receiving antibodies from another source. Do tell. This can happen in a couple of ways. A newborn gets passive immunity from their mother through the placenta, a structure in the womb that gives the baby oxygen and nutrients. You can also get passive immunity from treatments that have antibiotics and antibodies in them. You may need this type of treatment right away if a certain disease makes you sick. Doctors don't recommend it for routine use. Okay. Passive immunity provides germ-fighting power right away, whereas it can take weeks for you to build up active immunity. But in generally, a passive immunity doesn't last as long. Okay, now we're going to look at yet another type of immunity, and I'm sure you've heard about this as well. What is herd immunity? It's when a contagious disease stops spreading easily because enough people in the community or herd have been immune to it. This can be uh, because of natural active immunity, vaccine-induced immunity, or passive immunity. Vaccines aim to safely create herd immunity against infectious diseases by limiting the number of people who can spread the infection. But lots of people need to get vaccinated to help protect those who can't for medical or other reasons. For example, before the vaccine for smallpox was available, the disease used to kill millions of people uh, each year. Today, mass vaccination has basically rid the world of smallpox. Okay, so now I'm going to scroll down. And now I'm looking at another type of uh, uh, immunity. It's called hybrid. Okay, what are hybrid immunity and super immunity? So they're paired together. Hybrid and super immunity. Let's find out together. Whether you call it hybrid or super immunity, are they the same thing? These terms mean the same thing. Thank you, it answered me before. <laughs> Whether you call it hybrid or super immunity, these terms mean the same thing. There it is, okay, I didn't have to wait too long for the answer. Your body's defenses may have gotten a short-term turbocharged boost if you caught COVID-19 and then got vaccinated. Okay, so you caught COVID and then you got vaccinated. Okay, a two for one. A small study also suggests you could get this type of boost from a breakthrough infection if you've already been vaccinated. Lab research suggests that people with high threat immunity 
make higher levels of virus-fighting antibodies than people who've been either vaccinated or infected. Their antibodies are also more potent than those in people who've only gotten their initial, oh, COVID-19 vaccines. Hmm. Don't try to catch COVID-19 if you've been vaccinated. There's still a chance you could get sick and accidentally spread the virus to others. It's an accident. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, you're more likely to get severely ill and be hospitalized or die from COVID-19. All right, experts aren't sure, they really aren't sure, how long hybrid immunity lasts compared to getting only vaccinated or infected. Early research suggests the protection drops over time. With infectious COVID-19 variants like Omicron going around, it's important to get vaccinated and keep up to date with your booster shots once you're eligible for them. 